The views and opinions expressed in this program do not reflect that of the IBW or Local 24. Mm. No regulations for those big companies. Let them do whatever they want. Because if they're rich, then you feel better. That's right. You can bask in their glow. Drive that Acura like it's a Benz. You've got a millionaire's fear. Woo! All 40 grand a year. You send your own job away. Then you cut your own fucking pay. You watch a rich man's news. You push a rich man's views. Oh, you hate the working stiff and his nasty union dues. You're listening to the Baltimore Labor Report with your hosts, Jack Powell and Mike Ayers. It looks like the New York Times tech workers have voted to certify a union. Uh, I'm reading off of the New York Times website, which is probably a good sign. Their <laughs> publication is talking about it. Yeah. Let's see. Tech workers at New York Times on Thursday voted in favor of certifying their union in a National Labor Board's election. Uh, making it one of the biggest tech unions in America. Let's see. The workers voted in favor of 404 to 88, easily reaching the needed majority of ballots that were cast. A win means the union times tech guild will begin negotiations for a contract with management. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I think they, I think it was with the CWA maybe. I believe it was. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I believe it was CWA. Don't quote me on that, though. Yes, it was the CWA. Cool. That's awesome. Largest tech union in U.S. history. Yeah, that's great. They have a pretty robust website. We also wanted to do an update on the MICA staff union. We had a conversation with some of their members recently in the interview. Um, they have in Madison. Amelia Madison. Yep, we have. They have filed for an election. Um, yeah, March fourth. They, they they officially filed. So I think if you follow them on their Instagram, they are asking for volunteers to get out the effort to help people get out and vote for that. Um, I'll put those links in the show notes. So hopefully we'll have uh, an update on all that. Yeah, maybe we can get them back on and talk about progress. That was a good conversation we had with them. Yeah, they had a, that was really good. Um, A little quick little update on um, Starbucks. In Denver, I know it's not around here, but in Denver, they are on strike. Uh, They're protesting alleged unfair labor practices. So from what I understand is, what they're doing is they're bringing in, they're hiring a bunch of people. They're bringing in uh, a lot more people and then they're cutting hours to people that are um, trying to organize. So, you know, they're threatening livelihoods and they're screwing up benefits, access to benefits, you know, schooling insurance and 
stuff like that. So they're trying to bring it to attention. So they went out on strike. I think it was just for the day, but I'm going to stay up on it and, and see what's going on. And uh, another another store in Buffalo uh, voted to organize. So that's cool, too. That brings them up to three stores in New York. Definitely cool. We could uh, switch gears a little bit um, if you'd like. And uh, there's a couple projects that um, I know you and I have talked about that we kind of want to conquer. Um, if you notice last, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but probably this upcoming weekend. Um, but I, I, I want to start a resource on our website for. Yeah, I saw you posted something. Yeah, so it's a it's a big deal to, to me, and I, I know you and I have talked about this. Um, but I want to start a, a resource where we can go to like our website and find and support union uh, workers um, and businesses because in our community in Baltimore because and it's a big deal for us. Like when we have shirts made for our local, like. You should be using union labor for that. Printers, um, you know, garment makers, groceries. Because <laughs> I, I, I was the resource. I, I would have people emailing me all the time. Hey, man, do you know? I, I need, I need uh, business cards printed. Do you know a, a printer that a union printer that does business cards? Or I, I need stickers printed. Uh, you know. Uh, for this event that we're doing, do you know uh, any union printers in Baltimore that do stickers or so I, I would do the research. I, it, the problem is I never saved the information. I mean, I have the information somewhere on my computer, but I, I don't, I never like compiled it into a list. So I think this is great, you know, getting it all in one place. So somebody can just go and say, Oh, here, I, I want to support these grocery stores, uh, grocery stores, printers. Um, you know, big one for us building trades if you want to you know you can hire a union electrician to come to your house i mean we have contractors that do that type of work and i i i want to have a robust list of these types of you know if you're if if you're in the industry or even if you just want to support union labor i want to have a robust resource for you with that and i I want addresses and I'm going to put it on a map, you know what I mean? And have it toggle so you can toggle to see like entertainment. Is there any like restaurants that are unionized in Baltimore? Um, even, even bands there, there's bands that are in the musicians union. There's uh, um, musicians in the, in the musicians union, the, not just the symphony musicians, but I'm talking like, you know, jazz bands and, rock bands and wedding bands and stuff like that. I mean, there, there are union musicians, there are union caterers, there are union grocery store workers, there are union print shops, there are union, whatever that you're looking for. So like, it's the type of like cross industry solidarity that we want to start building and like a good resource for that. So I, we just kind of, I want to like, talk to whoever's listening to us um the audience if you're familiar with something that you don't see on our website it's under construction right now i'm starting to compile the list and i'm trying to figure out the way to to make it all um make sense but reach out to us email us let us know 
if you have something compiled already or if you're just part of a business or a, a local that is unionized and you know whether it be a printer or a grocery store worker it, it doesn't matter to me i i i just want to i think information is power with all that so yeah and and not just unions we want to showcase uh worker co-ops that's what the next thing i want to transition to so oh, okay. i think yeah the other thing it's the same thing um supporting worker co-ops because there's right now it seems to be a going trend or not just uh, around baltimore city but around the the country of you know what what does an employee-owned business look like or you know there's a few businesses that are touting that like oh we're employee-owned now uh I, I, I don't think so. You know, <laughs> like I, I fail to see that. But that being said, there are businesses that are act like actual worker co-ops in the city. And I, I know, Mike, you have a few, you know, relationships with some of these people and we want to bring them on. And we're going to talk to some of these people about what the differences are um, within like a worker co-op versus employee owned versus you know, REI co-op, you know, like navigating the space of yeah, don't like, even put REI in with them because they're, they're, you know, they're it's an important distinction though, because how can they say REI? Right. Co -op? You see right, you see the sign that says REI co-op and you think, oh, this is a this is a co-op. This is worker owned, but it's not, you know. So th that's a that's what yeah, like you were saying, it's it's important. Let's get those people on who are uh, really doing the worker co-ops in Baltimore and let them talk about it. You know, let, let them tell you what the distinction is between the worker co-op and a, a fake one like REI. <laughs> Membership co-op. Uh, discount exactly, co-op. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is for, for its customer members, you know. <laughs> so, like, there's, there's just some of the big, like, the some of the things that we want to talk about um and it's, it's going to take work and mike and i are both full-time electricians so it, it I, we both have children and and lives but you know it's just this shit's important to us so like i i want to build these resources for people because i i interested myself in them and to have that stuff publicly available i think would be important for you know that cross-industry solidarity um so you su support somebody yeah i think it'd be good to have it all in one place you know you make connections with people and then also too and uh i'll, I'll say it now baltimore labor report at gmail.com you know if you anything that we're talking about if you know uh what we were talking about uh union companies or union shops or co-ops or stuff like that if you have access to that information shoot us an email i think a couple of things that we talked about uh trying to do is we want to try to get um some people on that were just newly organized in to unions and to discuss working non-union and, and working union and then uh try to pick their brain a little bit to see, you know, what kind of tactics were used for them to maybe to deter them from going to uh, a union shop and working. And I think uh, one of the other things that we talked about we wanted to do 
was if you are a woman in the trades, uh, we would love to have, uh, you know, a little segment on uh, our sisters and and what they go through on a, on a day-to-day basis of being a woman in the building trades. So, again, BaltimoreLaborReport at gmail.com. If you're, that's something that interests you, um, talking with us about, you know, shoot us a message. Yeah, the inspiration for um, the, the women in the trades uh, came from someone I, I work with. And she said, I listened to your podcast and I thought, you know, I thought it was really good. And she was joking with me about like, you better let me come on there and tell you what it's like to be a woman in the trade. And I got talking with you, Mike, and I, what a, what a great idea. Yeah. Um, because we, we I, do have a lot of women in the trades now and, you know, I think it's great. There are, I think more women on our job now than I have seen in the last five years. And I think that's great. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, uh, it is great. And, and like, I, I would love to talk to them about, you know, whatever they want to talk about. So yeah, we have those couple projects coming up. Um, again, direct, uh, you guys can have a direct working relationship with us <laughs> uh, or how about a direct line of communication rather, um, <laughs> you can send us an email like Mike was saying. We're on all the social media platforms. Um, bear with us on Twitter. I, I, I've not really ever used Twitter before. So if you start sliding into my DMs, I don't know where to find them. Uh, but we're on like Facebook and Instagram and of course email. Um, and like if you're, if there's a subject that you want us to hit on and you're fascinated with this or like even have a question about, you know, something in your workplace or like an avenue to take. I, we're not organizers, we're workers, but we may be able to point you in the right direction. I, I know Mike's been at this for a long time, much longer than I have, but we, we care about this stuff. So like I was saying, we may be able to point you in the right direction. Well, I mean, we talked about this off air too. You, you know, you say we're not organizers and no, we're not organizers, but I think every worker should be an organizer. Well, we're not paid organizers yeah. is what I should say. I right. mean, like we care about the labor movement and we care about worker representation and we have resources at our disposal for that. Um, so yeah, that being said, you're right. Every worker should be an organizer and, Trust me, if you have a question about something, we will do our best to get you an answer for it. Yeah, if we um, can't answer it, we will find the answer for you from people that know. Whether it be small or big, it doesn't matter. Or at least put, point you in the right direction. And it's a short one this week, but that's about all we got for you. Um, we do have some interesting things coming up in the future, like stuff we were talking about with bringing on workers and you know, women in the trade. Uh, we're also talking with Bill Barry. He's interested in coming on and talking with us about some Baltimore history and the labor movement. And uh, hopefully we can get some uh, Walter's Art Gallery and some Baltimore Museum of Art people. I know on uh, March 3rd, they introduced House Bill 1485, which would extend collective bargaining rights to the Walter's Art Museum. So, you know, I would like to get somebody on so we can talk about that and how that's going to affect their union drive and stuff like that. But we're working on that. So hopefully, you know, next couple episodes, we have some interesting stuff for you.
Hey, we just want to thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Baltimore Labor Report. As always, please do us a favor and like, subscribe, review, and share the podcast. Make sure you like and follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Um, you can contact us through our email on our Facebook page or Baltimore Labor Report at gmail.com. Also, if you can, support us on our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And just a special thanks to Radio Crown for broadcasting the Baltimore Labor Report each and every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a rebroadcast at Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to tune in next week for more Baltimore area labor news. And remember, don't mourn, organize. Thanks for listening. America, we've been asleep too long. Feel the holes close a loose, right the wrongs now. Corporations, they pay no taxes. We're losing jobs while their profits be maxing.